Hey, welcome to Veripod, a podcast for creators by Vero Creative Agency. I'm Francesca, and every episode I'll be sitting down with creative experts and asking them all the things you've ever wanted to know. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Veropod. Today, we've got a very special guest with us. We've got Belange, who is a brand strategist and co-founder of MCM London. Hello, Belange. How you doing, Faye? You okay? I'm good, I'm good. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no worries at all. Uh, we've got a lot of ground to cover today, so we're just going to get straight into it. If, if you just start off by, you know, just telling us about yourself, what do mm-hmm. you do? Let us know, like, give us a little bit of intro in, into your background and how you uh, got to where you are today. Well, we spoke about the whole talk about myself about 15 minutes ago, guys, but <laughs> I guess I have to do it anyway. <laughs> I'm so, fresh um, in it. He doesn't want to speak too much about yeah, himself. because I, d- I don't like speaking about myself. I yeah. feel I ma- it makes it a bit weird, but, you know, let's go for it anyway. So my name is Belange Okanju. I was born in Congo, DRC, Ooh. and I've been in the UK practically all of my life. Um, so I'm a very creative person, or so I would like to believe, uh, but I balance that out with a whole lot of business. Uh, so I've been studying mm. business and all kinds of creative disciplines uh, for a good 20 years. I started uh, a business alongside my my cousins uh, called MCM London, and we specialize in amazing brand visuals. Yay. And that's what allowed me to cross over uh, as a brand strategist because I, I always see branding as the whole mixing of creativity and business. Yeah. Along with advertising, but branding yeah. really mashes the two together because like you need both you need of a course. bit of the creativity and it all needs to make business sense yeah so here i am seven years in the business wow pivoting doing all kinds of things yep. and uh shooting for the stars <laughs> that's a great description Thank um you. as as you mentioned you've been doing mcm london for like seven years now uh which is amazing um and You've worked with a number of high-profile clients, so and high-profile brands as well. So, like, let us know, like, what has that been like from you know your journey of starting up and you know not that many people knowing you and stuff like that, and then going out to like working with these big brands mm-hmm. and creating some you know really good visuals for them and and doing because you, you do a bit of creative direction as well. Yes, yeah, so it comes, it comes all together. To be very honest, it's like right. you. Um, a lot of designers or creative people will naturally say, first, you, you're you simply taking the photos. You're, right. you're the person behind the camera. And then after you've done that for a while, you now start telling the person who takes the pictures what to do. Right. And eventually, you go up another level and you're now telling the person who tells the person <laughs> right. how to take the picture. Right, so it's so almost like you get a step further out each yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you move from the creative aspect, uh, aspect yeah. to a more executive management aspect yes. of it all. So, yeah, that's that's the progression I've been on. Yeah, and that kind of happens organically, I guess, like with experience and mm-hmm. and with... 
you know, just doing the same thing over and over again or, or getting to know what it is that works or what it is that, you know, because sometimes it's really hard. Like, so we've, we've worked together on not that many, but a few projects. We're getting there. We're good in the numbers. <laughs> we are. The numbers. Um, but what I have found is that sometimes it's hard for the client or the brand to actually articulate what yes. it is that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they speak in these kind of very loose and very generic terms so it, it's important for that person to be like okay i get it this is the mm-hmm. vision this is the bigger picture yeah. you don't just want an image you want a feeling mm-hmm. you want to feel you want a mood there you go. There you go. and and i guess that's um what you mm. do um that's for your clients it, it is because it's um it's something as you said it evolves yeah you know when when we started all of this um i always have the the saying that I just want to make things look good. That's how it first started. Right. Like when I see something, I was like, wow, that actually looks good. Now, how can I do it and right. help my people do the same thing? Because what I've realized, especially in, in modern economies, is that kind of by default, things that look good make more sales. Of course. By default. I right. know there's all other elements involved, yeah. but things that look good by default yep. make more sales. So I was like, how can I help my people do that? But yeah. as you said, when people are finding it hard to describe certain things, yeah. I guess us on this side of the table, it's our job to sort of help you not know what you need, but actually know what you want, what you really, really want. Yeah. Or is it vice versa? Something like that. <laughs> um, you, you've made some good points, actually. And I a lot of the times my clients kind of, if you're a, if you are um, the doer in your business, for example, mm-hmm. you make the art, mm-hmm. or you make the earrings, or you do the make. It's hard for you to to kind of match that and come up with the strategy yeah. that that makes you helps you make more sales, or mm-hmm. helps you appeal to a greater audience, mm-hmm. or you know just just helps you excel to the next level that you want to be because your mm-hmm. expertise is your craft in yeah. a sense. It's hard for creatives in that sense yes it, it is and um and a lot of times uh, some of my clients have conversations with me like like what can i do that's that's gonna mm. you know be different or help me be outside of the box i usually i like to encourage people to think innovatively innovatively i can't even say the word yeah, think outside the box monday it is the monday effect um uh, but yeah i i i do encourage them to th- get inspiration outside Mm -hmm. their specific field or outside their specific niche Mm -hmm. so look to art look to nature look Mm -hmm. to food look Mm -hmm. to and it doesn't matter if you're a tech company it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter if you are a makeup artist just look outside and try to see how you can kind of emulate some of those things or bring some of those moods to Mm -hmm. what um what you're doing a lot yep. of the time, they look at me like I'm absolutely bonkers because yeah. they're like, you're telling me to look at trees like I'm a tech company. What does yeah. that mean? Um, but it but makes sense. It, it, does, it, it, sense. it, it does make sense. But I think uh, when, you, like yourself, when you are in a position where you, you've been on a lot of projects, mm-hmm. there's kind of a process that makes that creative thinking a little bit easier. I've got a wonderful analogy for that. Actually. Okay, go for it. I've got a really... Um, who so I mentor a few young people around me, right? Um, and one thing I I say in regards to learning how to think different, yeah, comes off what you just mentioned by looking outside your your own remit of knowledge, right? So 
I always see it as if when you kind of know how the brain works, when you learn new things, the brain kind of grows like a tree. Okay. Like it just shoots off new neutrons, just bam, 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 yeah. and it grows like a tree. Okay. So what happens is that when you have one tree that knows the color blue, and you have another tree that knows the color yellow, yeah. when it grows, they will some way meet. Okay. And in that meeting, you get new knowledge. Okay. And you get green. Okay. So if someone knows how to build houses really well, mm-hmm. and I don't know, knows how to swim, okay. somewhere in that thinking process, they might come up with something amazing based yeah. on the knowledge of swimming and the knowledge of uh, building houses. Yeah. And the mind, you will just sit there, give your mind time to think. Yeah. But the knowledge of the two will give birth to something new. So you must learn outside your remit of knowledge or your sphere of knowledge because that's what gives birth to innovation that Mm -hmm. is amazing that is actually a really good analogy and when you think about it it's not too far from what people are doing anyway Mm -hmm. so if you have you know a lot of people have corporate jobs and you have Mm -hmm. a cv and Mm -hmm. on your cv you write your transferable skills you know Mm -hmm. you say that um i want to go into i don't know finance but i've Mm -hmm. got some retail experience. What did the retail experience gave me? I'm able to deal with clients. I'm able mm-hmm. to have patients. I'm able mm-hmm. to maybe do stock and just um, stop or inventory count, or I'm able to produce reports. And mm-hmm. they transfer that into the new thing that they're doing. But when it comes to creativity uh, and business, people have a bit more of a block and say and try to and try to segment themselves in a bit mm-hmm. and say, do you know what? I'm a world-class swimmer. I've been swimming since I was 12, but mm-hmm. right now, you know, I'm trying to, you know, build houses or I'm trying to do art or I'm trying to do music and they mm-hmm. don't transfer or they don't bring some of that knowledge or skills or experience with them which is a real shame actually it is a real shame because all you have to do is look um all around us i think i've i just finished a book called the art of innovation funny enough right i've heard um, of that actually by uh someone who's at one of the big companies the company's called ideo i-d-e-o ideo Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. They're one of the biggest companies who do like innovation and, and all these small, small things that you think are irrelevant, but they've made such big differences in entire industries. Right. Like the sports cap bottle. Right. Like you'll think, well, why didn't we have this like forever? <laughs> yeah. But it just now makes so much sense. And they made that sports cap bottle for bikers. Yeah. Because while they were riding their bikes, they couldn't unscrew. They, no one's yeah. got time to be doing all of this. Yeah. You're riding a bike at like 50 miles an hour. Yeah. So the sports cap bottle just made such big difference. Yeah. And that's just a, just a pure innovation. And I, I think innovation drives industries. And any business that you're in, it would make sense for you to take some time and be like, how can I not take a step, but take a leap? in my industry and you might be at the forefront you never know for you what does that look like because i mean we'll 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 put the links to your your social page you've worked with amazing fashion brands loads of them 
makeup brands, loads of them, hair brands, loads of them. <laughs> so, so how, what is your process? How do you go mm. about and say, do you know what? Today, I'm going to mm. work on something that I've got a deep level of experience on, but mm. do it wildly different. Do it in, in a different perspective or different angle. What what mm. does that look like? I don't know. Do you hop on one leg? Do you give yourself a cold <laughs> shot? What, 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 what do you do to oh kind of God. like be continuous in that innovation and, and bring fresh new ideas every time? You know, the, the wonderful thing um, about all of this is that someone who's at a level 10, let's say if we have on a scale of 1 to 10, right. if your business is at level 1, then level 3 is a massive jump for you. Okay, yeah. But if you're at 10, you kind of got nowhere else to go. Right, okay. So when we're working with, with the brands that we're working with, yeah. we always look higher. Okay, okay, it's that like makes sense you just have to look higher because yeah. they've done something that the 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 brands you're working with are not quite there yet okay mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of the lazy way of innovation if you look at <laughs> it okay right yeah? because you can be like all right cool these huge way more global brands i don't know they've shot in a blimp jumping out the blimp Right. Shooting, yeah. You know, that's wild. Yeah. But the other brands that we may work with, who are more startup or medium, before they reach that level, that's like amazing to them. Yeah. And all I had to do was just do my research on what some of the more global brands are doing, and right. be like, what can we do? That's kind of on this wild level. Yeah. But fit within your your financial realm. <laughs> That's an important one, yeah. So that that's a major key. It's it's research. Yeah. You have to research. Whether yeah. it's critical thinking, whether it's actually going out and seeing what other people are doing. Yeah. Um, I know a big thing now is like nobody has competition, but you do always yeah. have competition. Yeah. So take a look, see what other people are doing and see what you can add from all these pieces. Come on inside you. That's a really good point, actually. That's that's that's. I've never thought of it that way. Uh, as in, you can look at each project or each client or each customer on an individual basis and say, and think, do you know what? I'm not going to burn myself out trying to do something that's absolutely massive and unrealistic for this person. Mm. But I can take them two or three steps up, bigger, better, bolder each time and 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 it helps you i guess it helps with gradual growth as well and managing expectations because what what you don't want to do is burn out Mm -hmm. what you don't want to do is start up your business and use up all of your good ideas within the first six months and then you don't post on your instagram oh hey guys we've been quiet sorry about that (laughs) (laughs) you know you know you quiet i've been quiet post (laughs) yes we we don't want any of that so that that's actually a really good um really good tactic uh to to take on board Another point that I was going to say, speaking about, because you, you, you've mentioned a few books uh, mm. that you've read, um, and it's evident that you do, you, you know, your own research uh, into different things to, to, to help grow you uh, in your business and personally, I'm assuming, as well. So now that we are in this time, these unprecedented times, as we know, there's Corona going around. Every pound. I know. I'll be, yeah, I'll be a millionaire if I hear that one again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, but I mean, it's the truth. It is, uh, the is truth. it precedented right now? I don't think it is. God knows, <laughs> it is not, but I'm sure someone in the 1900s wrote something about today. 
I'm sure. You think so? Oh, sure. are, are we get, yeah. we're getting over to conspiracies now. Are no, we? it's like a George. <laughs> it's like if you've ever read like a George Orwell book. Yeah, right. And yeah. he spoke about everybody like being like this on, on their, their phones. Phone, yeah. And here we are. So you know, life imitating art or art imitating life. That's that's the question, and and I, I think in a sense they're the people who are surviving, the people who are striving at the moment are mm-hmm. those who were forward thinking in the first place. The industries, the industries who are forward thinking in the first place. So those who allowed their staff to work from home, those who mm-hmm. um, implemented flexible, digital yes, digital strategies, yeah, they, yeah. those are really uh, the ones that uh, are thriving at the moment. And it's not a coincidence. It's that thinking outside the box. How can we cut costs? How can we make people happier? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, how can we be more agile and flexible as a business? Um, those are the ones that um, are really surviving. But on, on that note, now that people maybe have a little bit more time at home mm-hmm. or, you know, have a little bit more downtime or maybe work is quiet or maybe business is quiet, how would you advise that they make good use of their time? As a business owner, what should yeah. you be doing um, if it is? Because I know some industries are booming at the moment, yeah. but some not so much. Yeah. So if you do have that downtime, how could you make best use of it? What should you be doing right now? Should you be looking at your business? Should you be auditing it? think about rebranding what's the process to know like where you are and what you need to do well to know where you are as always an audit is is very important right um but your your business success or your financial success i think will seldom exceed your own personal growth so right if you want to reach a next level then you yourself must grow to the next level that's a good point so I can only talk for myself, um, but that was a quote, I think, from John Ron, R-O-H-N, something like that. Anyway, right. it's that your, your finance will seldom exceed your personal growth. So if you've got a whole lot of downtime, like I did come March, this is facts. Over the last 10 years, I graduated from my master's 2010. Mm-hmm. All the way till 2020, that's a decade. Mm. And I have not started, let alone finished, a book. Wow. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. wow. Because I was in that entrepreneur mindset. Yeah. Just go for it. Yeah. Just go for it. Forget everything else. Just go for it. But from March till now, I believe I've done 30 books. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was actually speechless like because yeah. because the comparison there is crazy it's, it's I crazy had ten, i had 10 years i could have wrote i could have read read 10 pages a month or so yeah and i would have been all right yeah but i didn't do that right i was gone whole you, you you're in that entrepreneur's tunnel vision yes. nothing else matters i'm yes. in beast mode i'm working working yeah. working 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 but i had downtime and i said you know what I'm going to just do beast mode by leveling up. Yeah. And that's where I thought, you know what? Audiobooks, reading, YouTube. Yeah. I was devout. I, I told the people around me, give me three months and it's Belange 2.0. Yes. Because I was in it like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was me developing. Mm-hmm. And that's all I can advise other people I don't know if that time is now kind of fading, yeah. but if you find yourself with downtime, yeah. that's the time. It's not downtime, it's level up time. Okay, yeah. So 
level up. Yeah. Like you want people in in that three months to be like, rah. Yeah. You done what? You know all of this now. Yeah. You're on a whole different level, and that's where I found myself. And I'm I'm just continuing. I'm just continuing. I'm leveling up, leveling up. As you said, the whole brand strategy thing um, is something that also popped up in these last three months because yeah. I sat down and I was like, hold on, it's a good time to pivot. Yeah, I've got years and years of experience of working with brands and helping them level up. It just makes sense, you know, and you could whack a bunch of all other titles in it, like business consulting, business development, all of that stuff. Yeah. But the world we're looking at now, people want to see what is the one thing you do well and then you branch out. Yeah, from I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I, I do feel like it's important to niche down as well. Yeah. Um, because you want to be that person, the first thought in someone's head when they're like, oh, I'm looking for somebody who. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for somebody who knows how to. Because yeah. when people don't associate you, you, your name or your business with that one thing, mm-hmm. you know, you, you lose out trying to appeal to everybody and you mm-hmm. end up appealing to nobody. That's it. Um, That's a dangerous place to be. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, it, it, it is dangerous. And it's, it's co- you know, as especially as people who want to grow their business or maybe people who want to start their business, there is, there is that temptation to want to appeal to as many people as possible in that sense. Yes. Um, yes. But um, people don't understand that the, the strategy is actually going deeper and not wider. Yeah. So you, you, you don't want to uh, appeal to different types of people who want different types of things mm-hmm. you want to appeal to more people who want a specific type of thing mm-hmm. uh, and as you said that that's that's a lot of education a lot of a lot of you know deep diving and, and thinking and researching and even outside of what you're doing mm-hmm. helps you uh kind of more of an expert yes yes yeah. definitely yeah. Like i to, agree to improve your business everyone thinks plus and multiply no one thinks divide and minus. Wow. Simplification. Yes. Is absolute key. Yeah. Because there's too much information. It's too much noise. Mm-hmm. So not only are, are people strained in their pockets, they're now strained in their brains. Yeah. So the less, what's the person, what did the person say? The less calories you use <laughs> in your decision making process, yeah. the better. Yes, I actually read something about, um, it was about Barack Obama and mm. politicians in general about how on a day-to-day basis they they basically wear the same clothes, like a uniform. Mm. Yeah. And they have them all lined up. Mm-hmm. And, it's, you know, they just go and they get their clothes and they start the day and they go. And the thought process behind it is that because they're making such high-level decisions, mm-hmm. they eliminate the, the the need for their brain to process small decisions, like what That's colour it. should my shirt be or what colour should my shoes mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. And by eliminating that, it gives their brains uh, mm-hmm. and their minds and I'm, I'm sure their energies mm-hmm. uh, the capacity to just focus on what's important and, and, and filter out the, no- the, the noise a little bit. So definitely, yeah. I, I, I do, I do um, agree with you um, on that point. Um, but I did want to ask you another question. Uh, just, just in your personal opinion and in your experience, do you feel like there is a winning formula for yeah. a good business or a good brand, should I say? Do, do, do you feel like, is it linear? Is it do X, Y, and Z? Is it B, X, Y, and Z? Is, is there some sort of foolproof way or mm. model 
or thing or whatever it is that people can follow to, you know, boom, every single time you, you follow that recipe, that formula, whatever, you mm. are a winning brand. I'm going to say yes and okay. no. Okay. Just because it's a nice answer. <laughs> Go on. Uh, the reason why I say yes is because there is mountains of books and studies that can give you eight ways to do this, seven ways to do that. Right. It's like there's so many. Right. But the foundation of all of that is you. Okay. You are the variable. Yes. Not all the other business know-hows and how-tos and this, that, and the other. Yeah. There's plenty of them. Yeah. It's you as the individual, mm -hmm. you are the variable mm -hmm. who can lead to success or failure. Right. Now, in that regards, I'll say there are three things that if you do possess them, you are 50% there. Okay. I'm not going to say 100% there, yeah. but you're 50% I there. I mean, that's a good percentage. Yeah. I'm happy with it's that. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. One in two, you know, one in two is yeah. it's, it's better. Mm -hmm. And... And that's got nothing to do with skills, knowledge, per se. Mm -hmm. It's more your own character and your mindset. Okay. So that's discipline, mm -hmm. faith, mm -hmm. and consistency. Okay. Three things. Discipline, faith, and consistency. I will agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's it's not that easy, actually, as people... like It's, it's, it's like, not. oh, yeah, three, seven, three. Especially faith, because it's very... As you said, there's a lot of noise on social media. It's, it's very like, oh, this person started at the same time I did and I've only mm -hmm. got 100 followers and they've got 2,000. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. very easy to compare. Uh, it's very easy to be, you know, swayed by, you know, the media. You know, we all mm -hmm. know right now the economy's in the toilet. So that can make your, your, your faith waver mm -hmm. uh, a little bit so it's 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 not hard it's not easy it's very hard it's not easy and and that's why i said the answer is yes and no yeah because there's a whole bunch of things that you can look at and think all right cool if i get that i'm gonna do it yeah if the bank gives me a hundred grand right now there's no way i'm going to fail right hundred grand no way i'm gonna buy this i'm gonna hire this person and hire that person but when things go south and you don't have the faith that it will turn up bankruptcy yes and you're finished yes and then you're upset yeah. and then you're demoralized yeah and that's it you know so they are only three things mm -hmm. but they are incredible three things yeah. that people struggle um to maintain like especially consistency that's yeah. a commitment yeah that's hard yeah it is they say it takes what 30 days to change yes. your habit, yeah, and, change your habit yeah. and everyone's like oh 30 days <laughs> No, trust me, I tried that because I was complaining to someone one time about how I just couldn't get into a fitness routine. Mm -hmm. And they're like, do you know what's going to change you? It needs to be part of your lifestyle and not so much of a chore. They That's said, it. go to the gym every single day for 30 days. Mm -hmm. I was like, is that it? All right, I'm going to be toned, hench, buff, abs, everything. 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 I'm literally going to be an athlete. And then on the fourth day, I was like, huh? What was that about 30 days? I could Honestly, like, it's, it's not easy. It's and I live it's like ten minute walking distance from the gym. Oh. Uh, it's it's ten minutes. <laughs> Jesus. I, in, in, in my defence, um, I'm lazy. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I like how you threw you threw that in quietly. <laughs> but it's hard, isn't it? It is. It's hard. It is for every, for, every for any habit, even the ones that are massively going to benefit you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the weakness 
in I guess all humans yeah. is that someone can tell you what's good for you. Yeah. And we somehow will find the opposite yeah. and do it anyway. Yes, yes. So and, like, and that's the same for everybody, to be fair. It, it, oh, it's it's yeah. everyone. That's yeah. that's what I meant by it's it's universal. Yeah. It's yeah. universal, whether it's for your personal life or yeah. whether it's for your business life human behavior is universal yeah so if you can nail some discipline some commitment and have some unwavering belief that you're going to make it yeah then you are halfway there yeah i believe you yeah. are halfway there and yeah. then you add your product and service whatever you're selling to the world and you're you're, you're there you're kind 95 I'll never say a hundred. No, you're ninety five there. You know, no, I, I, I good. don't want to get sued, so I don't, I don't want anyone to say, "Oh, <laughs> Bella's told me to do this," and I'm not, I'm not even seventy percent yet. So, you no. can bank on it, people. <laughs> you can bank on it. Um, but yeah, um, today has been such an interesting episode. I have literally not even covered everything that I wanted to cover, just because we went off on so many d- different tangents, which is beautiful. Yeah. Like it's been um, a really, really insightful conversation conversation for me uh and like I, I basically do this podcast for myself like all of these questions that I'm asking you I'm going to go back and like watch it and take notes but I'm, I'm, I'm happy that um everybody else is able to you know hear and, and partake in some of the knowledge that you've dropped today um but I have to ask you so what is in store for you the next six months, the next year? Like, we're, we're going to put up all of your socials so people can, you know, follow you and, and catch up with what you're doing. But what do we ex- what are we on tenterhooks to see from you um, in the next couple of months or, or year? Well, this year has already been a, a really good year. That's great. You know, because I planned it 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> but... Looking at the next three, six months, initially was meant to be in Africa. Okay. And that still happened. Okay. So within the next 12 months, it's taking the skills you have learned, we have learned, and mm-hmm. everyone involved, and taking it back home. Yeah. Because there's huge growth there. There's huge potential there. And the way Africa's growing, you got to throw your name in the hat now. Okay. Okay. Because come ten years, yeah, it might get as noisy as we are here. Yeah, yeah. So you want to establish yourself um, as as well and as as quickly as possible at grassroots. I, I hear that definitely. There you go. You're going to plant seeds. Okay, that's that's a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. So that's twelve. That's what twelve months looks. Like. Yeah. Um. And where can we find out more about you or keep up with you? So. You know, drop everything that you have, your social media, your uh, like where where can we stay updated? This see this whole social media, it's a new world for me. And people find that strange because they're like, Hold on, you've got MCM on the gram. Yeah. But MCM is the brand, it's not me. Right. So yeah. I'm new to all of this, yeah. Putting myself out there and yeah. blah blah blah. But you can find me at Belange OK. Mm-hmm. That's on the gram. That's on everything else as well. Yeah. So Twitter and, and all of that and all of that. For LinkedIn. Is for the those place. who are watching via YouTube, um, that we we will um, put all the links uh, on there yeah. as well. Yeah. No worries. Great. No. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank uh, you hopefully we'll have you on another episode or keep updated with you. Um, but thanks for everything you said today. Thank you. Great. Pleasure. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you want to connect with us, hit us up on Instagram at Vero Creative Agency or write to us on Twitter at Vero Agency. Oh, and another thing, if you like the podcast, please leave a review on your podcast player or tell a friend about it. Until next time, thank you again for listening and we'll see you soon.